friend, uh, Dr. Matthew Thomas and Elizabeth Thomas, his wife, are here from India. And uh, you know, I go to India quite a bit. I uh, stay in their home. We travel together. We've been together about 20 years. Uh, I knew him before that time because he was a businessman on the far south suburbs here in Chicago. His father started ministry in the 40s in this little town. They went there, didn't even know the language. He preached to his wife for a full year without anybody getting saved. Today there's a church built. He started a Bible college. And uh, Dr. Matthew Thomas came uh, to take over that ministry, left his business, and went to India with his family and uh, invited me to come along. So I went the first time, 1991. And I'll tell you, he did not take me to the vacation spots of India, if there are any. Uh, I told him when I got done, he said, I told him, I don't remember this. He said, I told him, this is not my cup of tea. I'll probably not be back. Been there about 30 times since then. And uh, it's been a great experience because he has just taken all the skill he had in how to run things and went to India. From the, that little Bible school that started, he added a ladies' Bible school. I was there for the dedication of that. Built a building just for the ladies built another building for the men. All of them are paid for by dedication time. Started a seminary, beyond, and he'll tell you how many thousands have gone out to start churches from this ministry. We also started a boys' orphanage called House of Hope. I've shown you some pictures. And then the girls' orphanage, House of Hope. We gave computers for a computer lab for teaching as well as sewing machines were given. And we built a clinic. The building's all paid for. And I am believing God. I don't know how. In fact, sometimes I think it's impossible, but I'm believing God, along with Matthew Thomas, for the equipment to go in that, in that clinic so we can get it going. We need x-ray machines, sonograms, doctor's offices, all kinds of things. And I'm going to even ask this point, how am I going to believe with me? But I know you will, because God's going to take care of that need. Uh, Matthew Thomas and Elizabeth leave tomorrow, Monday, for India. We'll be there till Christmas vacation. Lord willing, I'll be there for the convention in November. But... It's my privilege and joy. Come over, Dr. Thomas. Would you welcome my friend, Dr. Matthew Thomas? Amen. Please, God. Please, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for prayers. Um, I will share during my message what your prayer did in my life. Uh, I had a heart attack, and God did a miracle. God did a miracle. Um, this church is connected. This ministry is connected to India for the last 60 years. Uh, you say, how? Jerry's dad, oh, I think we have to bring this thing down. Jerry's dad came to India some 60 years ago, Dr. Mead, in a tribal area, still very primitive. How I know it's primitive? I'm not taking my wife there in October, next month. Uh, we're dedicating a church building. In that area where Dr. Mead came, we have more than 17 churches now. 17 churches. Uh, Dr. Mead worked with uh, one of the pastors there, and he's with the Lord now. Uh, very tough area. I'm talking, I don't know how even he could go in that area. I'm scared uh, because of a heart attack and everything now. Uh, 
But he went. What I'm trying to tell, this church had the burden for the mission for many, many years. Dr. Merrill came, Pastor Darrell came, and Pastor Harry Schmidt, uh, Pastor Fred Job, Professor Chris Hulman. People have come and blessed our ministry. I thank God for this church who has a heart to reach the unchurched and unreached people of the world. India is number one now, one point, almost 1.3 billion now. Uh, we need your help. We need your prayers. Dr. Merrill will be coming uh, for a short visit. I want to make it very clear. Short visit. Uh, it was very hard for me. <laughs> and I promise him I will not keep him busy in this trip. Uh, he will not be teaching the Bible college. Uh, the reason he will not be teaching because there is a week of prayer. We have 24-7 uh, prayer for 30 days, 24-7, starting October 11th through November 11th. Our conference opens on 11th, 24-7. We are going to have a prayer. I said I will not keep him busy in the Bible college. That's all I said. But our conference starts on 11th, and he's doing the first message Sunday morning. Then he will teach to the pastors uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It's only four mornings, nothing in the afternoon for him. And so far, nothing in the evening. Then he will do Friday, our graduation. He's doing the graduation for last 19 years. Not because he's sitting here. I have told him in India many times, Pastor Darrell, we had one time he could not come one year. For graduation, I, I got a speaker for the graduation. Uh, he thought he was preaching a crusade or something in my graduation. Uh, so I know I love Dr. Merrill when he does the graduation. And, uh, and we have to plan ahead. I already told my staff, a day will come. Uh, I have not decided that day uh, that uh, Dr. Merrill will not be able to do my graduation. Uh, it'll be like 2019 or something like that. But Dr. Pastor Merrill, Dr. Merrill, Pastor Darrell, we need Pastor Darrell to start coming to our conference and our college. Uh, we have decided we will not give this title of chancellor to anyone. Uh, we have vice chancellor, we have all other, we have, means, you have to know I'm much involved in the world. I'm, a, I'm, I'm the general secretary for the World Pentecostal Fellowship now, and uh, global cabinet minister for Empower. So I have a lot of connection with leaders from all over the world, all over the world. I just got an email yesterday from South Korea. Uh, they want me to be there for a, um, Asian Congress. So I work with leaders, but there's something about godly men, very hard to find godly men. So, and my dad heard Pastor Darrell only once, Sunday morning. Dr. Merlin, we went to speak in somewhere else. 
So Pastor Daryl spoke in my church one Sunday. And my dad, when we came back, he said, uh, Dr. Merlin, I don't want you to hear this one. My dad told, if my dad says something, I'm talking, that has a weight. And he said, Dr. Merrill is a good teacher, preacher. But Pastor Daryl is a better teacher and preacher. So I'm going to tell the whole church. Uh, thank God for this church. Keep praying for us. Um, ministry is growing. I had no desire to take over the ministry. No desire. Who wants to go and leave deep dish pizza and all other stuff, you know, and go to, go to India, especially in a small town? Uh, I'm in a very small town. Uh, nothing. It's not a vacation spot. You can come 30 times. Dr. Merrill has been there 31 times. Nothing in my town. But God called me. And I'm so thankful to God he called me before my dad's death. Dad was called home in 2000. I took over the ministry in 1992. For eight years, my dad mentored me. He was my best mentor. I could not get a mentor in any seminary or a Bible college. I learned everything about the ministry through my dad. And I thank God for the heritage I have, the legacy is continuing. I thank God for that. Uh, my grandpa was a pastor. My dad was a pastor. I am in the ministry, and we have already put in our minutes. 2007, not uh, this year because I had a heart attack this year, but 2007, if something happens to me, who will be the next pastor? It's already there in the minutes, so there's no election, nothing. That is our son. And my grandson is getting ready. He wants to be in the ministry. He's only eight years old. He said, Papa, I want to be a pastor. I said, no, no, you should be a doctor. Your dad is a doctor. You should become a good robotic surgeon like your dad. No, no, no. I want to be a pastor. I said, how do you know you want to be? I, 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 can, I can say scriptures. I said, I want to know what you can say. So he started quoting scriptures. Psalm 116. Psalm 34. I'm, Psalm 100. He said, Dad, Papa, I know the scripture. And if you can just buy me a black suit with a red tie, I can preach. <laughs> Thank God for children and grandchildren. They are my treasure. I tell all the time. I, I can lose the ministry. I can lose the house. But if I lose my children, grandchildren, I lost everything. I'm not married to the ministry. I have married to Elizabeth, and I am sold out for my children and grandchildren. We spent a lot of time investing our time. I was so, so blessed to see uh, Mark and Matthew. I want to make it very clear. Mark and Matthew at the altar. To see Luke working on the back. Pastor Gerald, I think there's not a single day when Dr. Merrill comes in my house not talk about eight children, grandchildren. Eight grandchildren, all the time. He mentions, he talks, he shows the pictures, you know. He has in his uh, off, uh, room also, uh, these are my grandchildren. Uh, I'm praying that God will bring Laura and Luke to India soon so they can see what grandpa and dad has done in India. I, I'm praying for them 
Because you say, why little killers? I brought a guy at the age of nine to India for pastor's son. Today, he has his own TV ministry in Phoenix, Arizona. I brought another person at the age of 16. He is now watching five satellite churches. He is only 26 years old. There's something happens to children when they come to the mission field. And I'm praying that Luke and Laura and other kids will come to the mission field so legacy will continue all the time. Pray for us. We are taking off tomorrow. And I got convinced last night to buy the book, story book. He, Dr. Darrell, Pastor Darrell mentioned about one month. I think so we will finish before that because we have a long journey. Uh, 16 hours in a plane and then 13 and a half hours in a train. I know for sure we will be able to finish uh, less than one month. And I'm going to enjoy, enjoy uh, that storybook um, and pray for us that we will get something. It's not just reading. I want to get something out of that. Um, I, I will not use the word meditation because I'm reading a novel, uh, which is Bible from there. Pray for us. It's not easy. Um, orphanage is a challenge for us. Clinic is a challenge for us. Building is all done, but uh, anti-Christian is not in favor for me to open the clinic. They are doing their best, trying to discourage me from every corner, but I'm a person, once God gives me vision, no one can stop me. I said, no power in the world can stop the vision of God. I said, no power in the world can stop the vision of God. So we will have, no doubt, 40 foot container came to Bombay, but it went back because the uh, government will not allow me to have machines from Sweden. That's okay. Someone else got it. I thank God. Africa has that one now. They are a very well-known ministry in Africa. Thank God. But God gives you creative ideas how to do it. So now I have decided to buy the machines in India. Because if I buy machines in India, government cannot stop. So we are going to buy the machines. Pray for us. Thank you for the computer lab. We have 26 laptops in the computer lab. We dedicated that thing in June. And the sewing center, we have 24 sewing machine and 107 boys and girls in the orphanage. My another building will be ready for dedication on September 24th, Monday at 6.30 p.m. Just only 14 more days, boys, orphanage, bowling, and we're praying that it will be debt-free. Still, we need some money, but 90% uh, of the money is already paid. Uh, we already paid 90% of that building. My desire is to dedicate that building debt-free on 24th. I said, debt-free. I mean, God works in the hearts of even Baptist people. They work. I got an email on Wednesday. He said, um, I want to do something for a Baptist guy. Uh, and I'm going to send a check to Dr. Daryl Merrill. He knows he met Dr. Merrill once, twice. Uh, I'm going to send $5,000 for your orphanage building. So I call him. I said, I'm very thankful for the great, generous offering. While I'm talking, God is working in his heart. He says, I have changed my mind. I said, do you have changed the mind? Oh, I'm going to send 10000 So money will be here Wednesday. And then when Dr. Merrill comes, he will bring to India. God is a good God. 
we have so much power in our tongue we don't use. I have this trip when I came in July, we came back in July with Dr. Merrill. I brought, this is the first time in 20 years, I never carry the brochures, the flyers, brochures, nothing. This is the first time I took the pictures of the boys and girls of the orphanage so that people can sponsor them, adopt them, whatever you want to call. And already 66 boys and girls have been sponsored, already sponsored. And I told my wife, before I fly back tomorrow, I will have all covered. Oh, you didn't get it. You didn't hear it. I said, I think all will be covered. All will be sponsored. And I brought with me, um, these are between age 6 and 11 and 12. Sex trafficking has become number one in the world. Number one in the world. India is number one now. We have 57 girls in the house of hope. We have 57 girls in the house of hope now. Pray for them. And it's only 98, less than a dollar. You can sponsor, you can take. And who will be the first person to say, I want to take this girl. How old is she? She's six, six years old. Just come on and take the picture for me. Just now, come on. I don't have, uh, because we have to close the service. Anyone? Boys and girls, girl here, uh, girl. She had a lot of problems. We had to cut her, shave her hair, actually. Laura, that's good. One more there, okay. Now, this boy, you are getting, he cannot speak. This boy cannot speak. Uh, he was born like that. But we are praying that God will touch him. The way he worships now, you will cry. You will cry. He cannot say anything, but he will just, he thinks that he is the guitarist. And he will just do, pray, for he knows that God will heal him completely. This tribal boy. Let me come to you. That's great. Anyone else? I'm going to. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, there's one more. That's all tribal. Okay. I'm going to put it in my pocket now because I want to speak. I know the time. Um, Pastor Dell has given me, and I will stick to that time. Thank you. Thank you for helping us to take care of the boys and girls. Three most powerful words of the Bible. We are going through a lot of crises and challenges in America, difficulties. And we don't know what to do. We go through from seminar to seminar, conference to conference, and we are not sure what to do. I want to let you know the word I have, the word of God, is very powerful. It's very powerful. And these, I will take only three words in next 22 minutes. These three powerful words I want, it should be in your heart. 
engraved in your heart. So when you face a challenge, a difficulty, a sickness, or discouragement, you will remember these three words. And these words are very simple. I said these words are very simple. Number one, the first word is nothing. Nothing. Simple, am I right? Very simple. The second word is anything. First is nothing. Second word is anything. And the third word is everything. Nothing, anything, everything. Let's turn to Luke chapter 1, verse 37. Luke 1, 37. Bible says, Nothing shall be impossible with God. The first word, nothing shall be impossible with God. Oh, you didn't get it. I said, nothing shall be impossible with God. Sometimes we take the scriptures and we try to dissect a scripture without that scripture has worked in our own life. I want to tell you, I'm a preacher, I'm a teacher. Unless the word has not worked in my heart, I never preach. Unless it has become a practical in my own life, I will never preach. I want to let you know, when doctor said, I should not preach till September 30th, 2012. I'm in the hospital, heart attack. They put the stent, and the second, Dr. Mel was in the hospital to see me with Jerry. Uh, second stent, and your seal broke, and an internal bleeding, and doctor got concerned, and then I never had problems with sugar, never. During my heart attack, the sugar triggered to 454, and H1BC went to 11.6. They were more concerned about my kidney than my heart. But I want to tell you, we have a God. There's nothing impossible with God. When doctor said, I should not travel, I should have a lazy boy recliner. They want to be lazy. They want me to be lazy, stay on the lazy boy for nine months. Till September, don't travel, don't preach, don't take any more tension, because they said this is not because of a cholesterol or blood pressure, this is because of your tension, you got the heart attack. Listen to me, I went back to India in March, then went back, came back, then went back again in June, and we are leaving tomorrow, and we, we have traveled, we are preaching, and Leon, I have heard you very clear last night, Make sure, don't overdo, I think you use the word, we have to be very careful. Yes, I use my common sense also, the fifth sense God has given to every believer. The common sense, I never take any step without praying and thinking. I want to let you know we have a God. There is nothing impossible with God. Let me give you maybe five or six things and let's see. What is impossible for man is possible with God. Sin. You can write down sin. Sickness. Satanic influences. Satisfaction, security, safety, death. It's impossible for man to forgive your sin. Mark chapter 2, when you will read, you will find out. It's very impossible to man to cleanse your sin. 
330 million guards we have in India. 330 million guards we have in India. But they cannot cleanse you. You cannot. You can go to 25 rivers and take a holy dip. Those rivers cannot cleanse you. But I have a God. When it's impossible for man to cleanse your sin, I want to tell you we have a God and his name is Jesus Christ. His name is Jesus Christ. And there's nothing impossible with God. You can be the wretched sinner. Wretched sinner. But if you come to him and say, Lord, I trust in you. I believe in you. Jesus, you can cleanse me. 56 years ago, 56 years ago, I came to Jesus Christ through a missionary from Iowa, from Astorville, Iowa. She just died at the age of 93, 94. Lillian Herbanson. She was just sharing about sin. And 1956, I gave my heart to Jesus Christ. Nothing impossible with God. Number two, sickness. World has made wonderful achievements in scientific technology and medical field. We have learned the thing we never even thought. How a robot in Allentown can sit, a doctor can sit with a robot and have a surgery in Phoenix if they have the robots there. Mine cannot fathom. We have advanced wonderfully, but doctors have limit. Doctors have said many times, we have a limit. Few weeks back, I was preaching in Seattle. Three nights I did, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sunday night after the service, we went out to eat. And Pastor Hammer got a text from someone. Said, do you think Dr. Thomas can pray? We just found out he's with you in the restaurant. And this man is dying with cancer. He's dying with cancer. And he said, he went for all the chemotherapy and everything. Nothing is working. I said, Lord, this young man, 32, 33, has come. I know it's impossible with man, but there's nothing impossible with you. I didn't have the green water. I didn't have the oil from Holy Land. I didn't have the handkerchief from Ohio. But I had Jesus Christ. And I prayed a simple prayer in front of the restaurant. And I want to tell you, the cancer is gone from him. That kind of God we serve. I said, that kind of God you and I serve. That kind of God we follow. There's nothing impossible with God. If God can touch my kidney, if God can touch my sugar, I'm, my sugar level is 82. 82. From 400. Doctor said, we have to cut all. I was eating a breakfast, doctor. Pastor Daryl, 19 tablets. It's all gone. Only one or two. He said, blood thinner, you have to take for one year till January 17th. Then we'll stop. They didn't allow me to lift more than seven pounds. There's a maximum seven pounds. That's why Pastor Merrill came to India in March. He said, I will help you. Listen to me. I'm getting stronger. I'm getting stronger, not because of the food, but I'm getting stronger because we have a God. There's nothing impossible with God. Nothing impossible. Number three, satanic influences. 
demons and Satan and cults are working overtime. I did a seminar in Indonesia, 87 cultic influences in the church. In the church. I didn't say outside the church. We have 87 cultic influences in the church and man cannot do anything for this demon and satanic influences. Man cannot do anything. That pastor, Dr. Mel has seen demon possessed people coming in my conferences, screaming and yelling, all kind of things they have done and they could not do anything and leaders thought they can do with their gimmick. I said, no, no, gimmick doesn't work here, but we have Jesus Christ and I want to tell you satanic influences can be destroyed from your home, from your life, from your businesses. It can be destroyed because there's power in the name of Jesus Christ and there's nothing impossible, nothing impossible with my God. Nothing. Nothing impossible with my God. Number four, I'm going very fast. Satisfaction. Man, it's impossible to give you real satisfaction. Money cannot give us satisfaction. We cannot buy satisfaction. World cannot give us. Society cannot give us. Institution cannot give us. But we have Jesus Christ. What is impossible for man? You can have real joy. I said, you can have real joy. I didn't say happiness. I didn't say happiness. I said real joy. Because happiness depends on happenings. But real joy comes from God. I have been satisfied with Jesus. I said, I have been satisfied with Jesus Christ. What world cannot do it, Jesus can do it. There's nothing impossible with God. Safety and security. Thank God for ADT. I saw a sign somewhere, either in this church or last Sunday. Big sign, ADT. You can have ADT. I'm not against it. I have also ADT because we leave. Nobody is there in the house. For four months we'll be gone. Nothing wrong. But I want to tell you, real safety and security we have in Jesus Christ. Underneath the everlasting, book of Deuteronomy, underneath the everlasting of eternal God, we are safe and secure. Righteous run to him and they are safe and secure. He is our hiding place. Safety and security. Next, death. I have never seen world can bring a dead man to life. But you go to the Gospels and Synod, you will see even John. Jesus comes in the scene. He stands in front of a tomb and he calls its man by name. Lazarus! Come forth. Lazarus came to life. You may think you are in a, your situation is like a dead person. Everything is dying. Listen to me. We have a God who can bring life where there's death. He can bring life. He can bring resurrection. Your dreams will come to life. I said, your dreams will come to reality because there's nothing impossible with God. 
when Satan tried to destroy me and destroy the vision and plan of God. Kill me. God has spared my life to tell you this morning. I think God has spared my life to tell this church this morning there's nothing impossible with God. Nothing. 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 I can take that word nothing and I can bring to book of Philippians chapter 4. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. In book of Matthew you will see Jesus said, do not worry. Do not worry. Not one time. Not twice. But three times says, do not worry. Nothing. 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 I know some of my friends, they have to have sleeping pills. They have to have sleeping pills. Because pressure of the ministry, they cannot handle. So they have to have sleeping pills. But I want to tell you, you check with my wife. She is sitting here. She, will, she, will, she is a straight shooter. The moment I hit the bed, the moment I hit the pillow, I'm in third heaven. I play music for her. I snore. And she tells me all the time, Daddy, we have this much bill to pay for the ministry. It's costing me $18,000 a month to run the ministry. 256 people we feed every day. 139 full-time students in the seminary. 139 full-time students in the seminary we have. Just think, all this thing. I have no worry. Listen to me. I didn't say I don't have concern. I said I don't have worries. You know why? Because I believe Jesus said it. The word of God said it. I should not worry. Nothing. Nothing. Let me take the second word because there's many things I can bring about the word nothing. Second word is anything. Anything. If you will just get this word and please do not classify me with a special camp of America when I use this anything. I'm not using a special camp slogan. I'm reading red letter words. Oh, red letter. It means when you see in the Bible, I have a Bible, this has some red letters. I said these, my Bible has a lot of red letters. When I, you see red letters means these are the words of Jesus. I'm not, don't say this is, came from Matthew Thomas. No, 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 no. Go to John. Chapter 14, Gospel of John, chapter 14. Chapter 14, thank God, it's a red letter. 14, 14, if you ask anything, oh, you didn't get it? I said, if you ask anything, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. You ask anything. We ask for the land, three acres, 3.5 acres. And the guy said, he will never sell me the land. He will never sell the land to a Christian guy and especially to pastor. Dr. Mellon has been there. We have dedicated that building, land. Now I have two big buildings in that land and conferences in that land. And this guy who said it, he didn't know we have the red letter. 
you ask anything. And I said, Lord, this is my land. This is for your glory. I don't need my glory, but this is for your glory. I need this land, and this man doesn't want to sell me, but this is my land. And I told the staff, start giving thanks to God for the land. After a few months, he called my associate. He said, I'm dying with cancer. Five hours from my town, he was rushed. He said, I, before I die, I want to sell the land to that pastor who lives close to that land. I bought it. We have it. You ask anything. Listen to me. It doesn't matter what challenges you have, what problem you have. It can be financial problem. It can be emotional problem. It can be spiritual problem. It can be your children. We have claimed our children. We have five boys. And my one sister, we have all are saved, baptized, baptized by the Holy Ghost. We are, my dad had 13 grandchildren. All of us are saved, baptized, baptized by the Holy Ghost. Because my dad and mom, every morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, they will claim, oh God, you have given the children and your word says anything. We are claiming the children and grandchildren. Listen to me, anything. You can ask anything. Book of Genesis chapter 18, Bible says, God himself said, is anything too hard for me? Is anything too hard for me? And that nothing, nothing is too hard for God. Just ask. Then the question comes, why my prayer is not answered? I have a list in my Bible. 18 reasons why your prayer is not answered. 18 reasons. But if I speak, Korean church has to be, the next church has to be in the parking lot. So I am very careful. We have to, uh, we have to respect the next church who is going to come here. So I will give only three reasons. Very simple three reasons. Here we go, John. It's still in John only. Go to chapter 15. Chapter 15, verse 7. Again, red letter. It says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, whatsoever you ask it, whatsoever you desire, it shall be done to you. Whatsoever you desire, it will be done. Listen to me. You can ask anything, anything, but you must have Faith in God. You say, where is that? It's not in there. I'm going to give you that one. It's going to come. Once you believe in God and you abide in Him and His words abide in you, whatsoever you desire, it shall be done unto you. Key is, we must abide in Him and His words abide. Mark 11, 24. I'm coming close. I'm watching the clock there. Um, I don't know whether it means anything to a preacher, but 11, 20, therefore, 24, 11, 24, red letter. Therefore, I say to you, whatever thing you ask, anything you ask, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Now, this is not from a special camp preacher. It's the words of Jesus. It says, if you believe, that you have received, you will have. If you believe and receive, you will have. That kind of God we have. You can ask anything. One more scripture. First John chapter 3. First John chapter 3, verse 22. It says, oh, very good. And whatever we ask, oh, I, I like. Please underline the word 
whatever. Whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandment and underline the word. Next is very powerful. And do those things which are pleasing to him. Why we receive? Because we do those things which are pleasing to him and we keep his commandment. People come to me, pastor, pray. You have a special anointing. Pray that God will open my finances. I don't lay hand on people like that simply because I have to, they came at the altar. I said, do you tithe? No, we are not tither. I said, I'm not going to pray for your financial blessing. I will not pray. I'm going to pray. Lord, this man is in the church for so many years and he does not believe in local church. He does not believe in giving tithes to the local church. You work in his heart. In Jesus' name, amen. I will not pray for financial blessing, but I have done for many people who are following the commandments of God. And they have seen miracles after miracle. You must check with Pastor Dan Hammer. He will tell you what happened to him in his own church. This man said, I want to sell my business. I said, how much? $10 million. No, no, I'm going to pray for $15 million. Will you give full tithe to the church, not to the mission, not to some TV ministry, to the local church? He said, yes. He brought a check of $687,000. He sold the business for $15 million. Listen to me. Yes, whatever you ask, it shall be given to you if you keep his commandments and do the things which are pleasing to him. Are we doing the things which pleases your master, your Lord, and your Savior? So, Lord, I want to do everything to please you. I'm not a man pleaser. There's a guy, a business multi-multi-millionaire in Philadelphia. He said, Dr. Thomas, I'll build five churches every year and I will help you with a big amount. He is with me in the ORU board now. He's a big guy. I said, sir, I don't need your money because you want me to change the name of the fellowship and put a different logo? I don't need your money. I have not compromised. I will not compromise. Listen to me carefully. I know one thing. If we do everything to please him, God will take care of all of our needs. I want to please him all the time. I want he should become my delight. And as he becomes our delight, and we become his delight, whatsoever we ask it, it shall be given to us. I'm coming close because I closed the Bible. Number three. The third word we have, so powerful, is everything. 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 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. Powerful. I'm going to close because I want to pray for people here. 5.18 says, in everything, give thanks to God. Oh, you didn't get it. So let me come here close. In everything. It didn't say for everything. Yes, Ephesians says, but Thessalonians says, in everything. It's easy to give thanks when your basket is full. Your pantry is full. Thank you for the food. Thank you for clothes. Thank you for car. Thank you for... For, for, for. But next level of your faith is in everything. 
in your trials, in your sickness, in your discouragement, in your sorrow, you must learn to give thanks. In everything, we give thanks to God. I give thanks to God for some of my negative board members in my church. Negative. Thank God for those negative board members. Lord, thank you. Thank you. That keeps me on my knees. We pray more. That's all. So I thank God. Listen to me. In everything, in everything, give thanks. Last scripture, a testimony of Job. I think Job 42, and I'm going to close with that scripture. Get ready. It doesn't matter what challenges you have. Go to the book of Job 42. Powerful. What he says, verse 2, I know that you can do everything. That you can do everything. As we close the service tonight, I want you to get this thing. We have a God who can do everything. Okay, let's all stand in the presence of God. My time is up. Let's stand. And I want to pray. This is my last service. We leave tomorrow. I have seen, I was preaching for Carl Johnson three Sundays ago. 135 people gave their life to Jesus Christ. 43 people were water baptism. And then, towards the end, in the third service, I said, those people with alcohol and drugs, I wanted to come on the stage, on the stage, not there. There were some 20, some people came on the stage. We saw the miracle. People were crying. Listen to me. We have a God. There's nothing impossible. It doesn't matter what situation you are in. It doesn't matter what problem you have. It doesn't matter what prayer request you have. But I want to let you know, we have Jesus Christ here. I said, we have Jesus Christ here. I was praying. I got up early morning. I was saying, God, I'm going to the church where they have been taught the Bible all the time. I want to be very practical. Listen to me. I will not take the place of the Holy Spirit. A lot of pastors, they take the place of the Holy Spirit. I want the Holy Spirit to work in your hearts today. Every eye closed. Who will say, yes. I have a challenge. I have a difficulty. I have a sickness. I have a problem. Pray for me. You can lift the hand. I want to pray for you. I can see the hands going up. I can see the hands going up all the way. And just make a way to the altar right now. Don't wait. Just come to the altar. I want to pray for you. I have only five more minutes. Just come. Come. Come to the altar. I want to pray. I want to pray. I want to pray the prayer of faith. I want to pray the prayer of faith. There's nothing impossible with God. I said, there is nothing impossible with God. Nothing impossible with God. Nothing, I said, nothing impossible with God. I said, nothing impossible with God. He's a good God. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Nothing impossible with God. I don't know who you are. Young girl, I don't know who you are. But God is a good God. Don't worry about how people treated you. How people misunderstood you. But God says... There's nothing impossible with it. In the name of Jesus Christ, I bring the anointing upon this. Lord, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, I pray, oh, God. 
Don't get discouraged. In the name of Jesus Christ, God, you will do your work. You will do your work. Power. In the name of Jesus Christ, I bring the anointing. Power. Anointing. Power. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Do your work. Do your work, Lord. Do your work. They have come here expecting miracle from you, Lord. Oh, God, you do your work. You do your work, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Oh, God, you will look to these tears and you will answer her prayer. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you, God. I pray. Oh, God. Looks impossible. But I declare to you the word of God. Nothing impossible with God. We thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you. What are you going to do? Pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, God. Thank you, oh, God. Power. Anointing. Anointing. Oh, God. You're a good God. You're a good God. You're a good God. We thank you, God. Thank you. Oh, don't give up. Don't give up. In the name of Jesus Christ. God. Power. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, God. Power. Lord, I pray for Sister Ullman, wherever she is, Lord, her knees will be strong. Healing power. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. 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 Oh God, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh God, for your servant and for their family, for three children, Lord. All three of them will serve you, Lord. Oh God. You will do the financial miracle for them, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Financial miracle. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. 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 We thank you, God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord, for these young people, oh God. Oh God. You are delivered completely. You don't have to worry about any demonic, satanic influences in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, we thank you. Pastor Daryl, you can take over. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Power. You are not here by accident this morning. This service is designed for you. I don't know who you are, but I want to let you know God is a good God. There's nothing impossible with God. I have brought my own testimony. God, if God can heal me, God can touch you this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ, you bring your power into this body. We thank you, God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Is anything hard for Lord? Nothing. 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 Thank you, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can we lift our hands and give thanks to Almighty God? I said, let's give thanks to Almighty God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you, oh God, for deliverance, for salvation, for healing, for jobs, for finances. We thank you for children, for grandchildren, for the church, for the elders, for the trustee board, for the deacons, for the workers. We thank you, oh God. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God just did something supernatural right now, and uh, I want you to just to receive it. God, we thank you. We receive, and God, we know, Lord God, that you are doing a good thing, a good thing in the name of Jesus, a good thing in our church, in our lives, Lord, in our families. God, whatever we need, God, you are bigger, you are stronger, you are able, and we are thankful, God. We are thankful to you for hearing and answering our prayers. God, I thank you for reminding us today that those words in the Bible are in red. Jesus, they're from you. And we receive them today. And we will walk in them in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Isn't it good to know that Jesus can do anything? That whatever you need, it's found in him. God is good. Pastor Thomas uh, said that he'll stay and he'll pray with anybody and for everybody as, as long as, as, uh, as we can. But I want us to pray for him because he's going back tomorrow. And, and we want him to go with a fresh anointing, a fresh touch. And we also want to sow a seed into his ministry. So we're going to do that in just a moment. And I want to tell you something. I, I, I almost said something when it was happening. But when, when we were taking those, those little boys and those little girls, as you were doing that, I just sensed that God, that was a holy moment in our church. And, and I want to thank you for just responding to that. And, and maybe if, if you want to respond before you go, I think there's a couple left. But thank you for being generous with what God has given you to bless kids that have been rescued out of uh, trafficking and different things. And... Um, but I want to just pray because when Dr. Thomas goes back, he goes back into a very dangerous world, uh, a place where people want to take him out. If you were the enemy, would love to take him out. We're going to pray for divine protection. We're going to pray for a fresh anointing. And so I don't know where Pastor Mer- where's Pastor Merrill. Uh, did he step out for just a moment? Or That's okay. Hey, everybody that's surrounded, let's just surround Dr. Thomas right now. Let's just surround the laying on of hands. We're going to just believe. We're just going to believe. God, today, you have used your servant to ignite something spiritual in our hearts that will now be practically lived out with boldness. God, we will hold on to your words and we will believe that there is nothing you can't do, that you can do anything, that that. That, God, in everything, we're going to be thankful for for you hearing and answering our prayers. And so, God, we know today that as we lay our hands on Dr. Thomas, that you are giving him a fresh anointing in the name of Jesus. As he goes back into a place that the enemy seems to have control of, 
Jesus, may your kingdom be built. May the light shine forth in the midst of darkness. And God, I pray for a powerful divine protection that you would surround him with your very presence, that you would surround him with angels, and God, wherever he goes, that he would walk in boldness and authority and protection. God, I pray for a fresh anointing on his teaching, on his leading, God, on his church and on the school, on the orphanage, on all that is done. God, we believe that it all belongs to you. And so, God, we know that you are going to take care of what you have birthed. And, God, we just believe that this will be the greatest year ever of the ministry in India. God, we thank you for Dr. Matthew Thomas and the decades of relationship. But, God, as he goes tomorrow, may he go in the strongest, freshest anointing that he's ever experienced. Keep his body strong. Lord, keep his spirit right with you. Keep his heart and mind in tune with the Holy Spirit. God, we thank you for him. We pray a blessing upon him and Elizabeth and his family. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 We just say thank you to Dr. Matthew Thomas for being with us today. And like I said, um, as I said earlier, he is actually going to stay and he's going to pray with uh, everybody that wants special prayer today. So um, if you didn't get prayed for, you wanted to come up, you can do that. If you'd like to sponsor a child, you can come up and do that. Uh, but, but we just want to bless uh, Pastor Thomas. So if you could just be seated just one more moment before we go. We want to sow a financial seed into the ministry. There's just a few uh, boys and girls left. So if you want to sponsor a child, you can do that as well. But the, the offering right now, everything that's given is going toward the ministry in India. That's the Bible colleges, the churches, uh, the orphanages, the, the schools, the clinic, all of that. And we want to be generous, and we want to we give our, our best uh, today. This is above and beyond. You can make anything out to Christian life. Everything that comes in will go to India. So thank you for being generous uh, in that. And again, uh, as you give, just know that... Um, uh, he's here to pray with you and believe with you. I, I sense, you know, the Bible talks about there's different spiritual gifts. And there's a spiritual gift, the gift of faith, that, that just believes God for anything. I think, I think Dr. Matthew Thomas has the gift of faith. And so if you want somebody that has the gift of faith to pray for you, come on down before you leave and have him pray for you uh, before you go. And, uh, again, we want to give. And uh, so I'm going to invite the men and women to come forward. And uh, as we do, just one more prayer. God, thank you, thank you, thank you for today. And thank you that every need in the, in the work in India, whether it be the clinic or the boys and girls, the students, everything is covered by you. And thank you, God, for using us to be a part of that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. As you give, there's a lot of things going on in the lobby. You can go out and sign up for those. But before the blessing and as you give, watch this short video uh, about what just happened here this past week with WYLL as they broadcast live from here. Carl Clausen here from AM 1160. I just wanted to 